Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. You know, when you like go to your hometown, me and Nick, we both moved out of our hometown, right? When you go back yeah. after a long time and not being there and you're catching a couple beers with some old friends from high school and one of them says some fucking wildly transphobic shit that just makes you disgusted. That's what this was like, Nick. Yeah. That's what this whole thing was like. Yeah. You roll deep with these homies. You're like, yo, man, it's so good to catch up with you, dude. How you been? What you like? Man, I don't think Biden's the president. I think he's a lizard person. Oh, shit. All right. Well, <laughs> time for me to get out of here. Sorry. I thought you were cool. Middle school, me, we really got down in middle school. And I'm starting to think it was mostly because we just like to trade Pokemon. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it. And it was a lot super- of our friendship was based off of trading Pokemon and Pokemon well, cards. And you could do that trick where you spit milk out of your nose. And I never understood, but it fucking made me laugh all the fucking time. So that was wild. You did eat a cricket for a dollar. That might have been a red flag that something like this was coming. Yeah, I should have paid attention sooner. The signs, the signs are all there. Upon revi- on revisiting. Yeah, going my, back in, I can see it now. I just, my eye, mind's eye. I just didn't want to believe it. You know, I was there with you till I was there with you. Folks, we are here to talk about Jim Carrey. And I mean, maybe we're, let, maybe we're letting the cat out of the bag a little bit about how this research went for us. But here we are. We are in the final four of the, of the Jim Carrey bracket. We do have the eight seed Ace Ventura going up against the 13 seed, The Grinch. And then we have the seven seed Dumb and Dumber going up against the six seed, The Truman Show. I mean, as we say, we do our research here. We went back and we did, we did watch these movies. We went back mm-hmm. and we said, you know what, Jim Carrey, show me. Show me the way, the truth, and the light. Because take my hand, bring me on a journey with you. What was yeah. 90s Jim Carrey up to? It was wild, guys. And we all, I mean, I don't think, and, and I want to be clear too. I'm not saying that I don't think either one of us is saying here that we think like Jim Carrey is bad or is not chill. No, I think it's a a sign of the times. The times were bad and not chill. Yes, that's that's the best way to put it, is that we learned very quickly, man, this was one of those great little reminders about like nostalgia and your childhood and why it is not it is. You should move forward as much as you can and and definitely. (laughs) Don't revisit stuff that you didn't already have a passion and a love for because it's only going to hurt you. If it's from the 90s and was made by white dudes for white dudes, let me be clear. There's a lot of great stuff in the 90s that still holds up. The Golden Girls. I mean, I guess that's early. That's late 80s. But like, nonetheless, we have the Golden Girls. I mean, there's actually someone that pointed out recently, like, we quit making just like black family sitcoms. Like, we're we're rewatching Keenan and Kel right now. Great. Nothing bad going on there yet. I mean, there's, you know, outside of like a few things that I'm like, we wouldn't say that anymore. But you didn't make the villain trans to explain and that they're a murderer. Like, yeah, which, you didn't have people get, throwing we'll Ace Ventura and the Grinch here uh, yeah. because that's so I've never seen a room of 50 people throwing up because the suggestion that someone was trans? Yeah. I mean, they do. Impl- I think they, they do. It's full blown. Like, Oh no, it's full blown at the end, but they do start throwing up at the mere suggestion of it. Oh yes. The idea that they've all also like hooked up with the, 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 the I don't, it's, I don't even want to say villain. Cause it feels like, it's like, well, this whole movie is, is wrong. So <laughs> the whole thing is bad and dumb. Someone made this movie. Multiple people. Yeah, there was a a cast. One person wrote this movie and was like, along the way, people read it, people edited it, people (laughs) shot it, 
And nowhere along the way did, was anyone like, I don't know, does this seem not cool? We're, the impl- implication that somebody would go through an extreme sex change operation just to get revenge is a, and this plan is the most convoluted plan in the history of plans that relies on a lot of things happening that you have no way of knowing are going to happen. Well, and also, like, let's be clear. The whole point is just to kill Dan Marina. Like, <laughs> right? If for anyone that doesn't remember, very, very quickly, I will do my best to be very quick here. Basically, the kicker from the 1984 game Super Bowl with the with the with the, uh, Dolphins. the Miami Dolphins misses the kick. They lose the game, which also, this is something that really pissed me off. That's not what happened in the, in the, like, we can go back and look at the 1983 Super Bowl and we know the results of how it went. First off, it was, they didn't play the Philadelphia Eagles. So that was weird that they mentioned that. Secondly, the Washington, now the Washington commanders beat the Miami Dolphins by 10 points. Like it wasn't close. It wasn't down to a kick. So to make up history. And also this movie was made in 1994. Why wouldn't you just look up any game besides this to be like, hey, which of these games was decided by a field goal? Why don't we use that? Anyway, so that pissed me off right away. Secondly, so the game, uh, the kicker misses and he blames Dan Marino because Dan Marino didn't put the laces out or whatever. So then he, they, what you find out is that fast forward 10 years. Now the Miami Dolphins are back in the Super Bowl, baby. And they trained a dolphin to learn how to kick, kick a field goal, kick a field goal, which also, fucking metal. That's awesome as hell. Um, I, and I'm bummed that uh, I would love to see that and that this took it away from me. But so now the person is, the kicker is so upset and has been. This person was institutionalized over how upset they were about the Dan Marino, that he was blamed for the kick going, not going through and that he blames Dan Marino. That he then, once again, is just mad. I can't explain enough. He just is mad at Dan Marino. But- Which I get. We all hate Dan Marino. That's fine. I'm with- Hey, yeah, same page, buddy. Same page. But now is going to steal a dolphin, export dolphin, and then also get Dan Marino. Not only that, Nick, he kidnaps a detective, a high-ranking detective from a police station. Who knows what he does with her? She's missing. He gets an elaborate sex change operation to assume her identity. Year Over years, sneaks into this police department, becomes the head investigator on the dolphin case. I don't know how he knew that was going to happen. And like, it's just a buck wild. All to get at Dan Marino. Just to kill Dan Marino. Like, and then doesn't kill Dan Marino. (laughs) I'm not saying that I need that. But I would have liked if when Ace Ventura got there, Dan Marino is dead. And so it's like, <laughs> oh, damn. All right. Well, you know, at least I got what they wanted. You're playing for keeps. Yeah. Oh, this is for real. You know, yes. A person got a sex change operation, not because that inside of their souls, they felt that they were had been living a lie and wanted to live their truth, which is a beautiful thing to do. And you should. If that's how you feel. No. You did it because you're like, hey, either they did kidnap the current police chief while they were on a hike near the mental asylum that they're currently in, or they saw that this that this captain had disappeared and now is assuming their identity. Yeah, we never get any justice for the dead. Which, which we also don't understand. Like, it was in the newspaper that the police chief went missing, and there's never an explanation about, like, and then heroically returned, like, but looks maybe slightly different. Because I don't know how this person looked and was like, you know, if I just put on a wig, I'd be pretty damn near what you look like. So fuck it. Like, let's roll. Like, 
all, all for the idea that as long as I can become the police chief, whatever I want to do to Dan Marino, I can probably get away with. <laughs> Dude, you you gotta have a whole career change. Climbing to the top of the, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and we have plenty of evidence to show the police are poorly trained. But if you just kidnap a cop and take over his job as a high-ranking detective or her job as a high-ranking detective, you think someone would notice that you're not good at it pretty quick, right? Once again, I'm going to actually go with- punter. It is the cops. So I really, I could see it going both ways, honestly. Like <laughs> I, fair. it did make me think, why don't I just become a police chief? But then I remembered, you know, a cab, and then I'm like, I don't really want that stank on me. Yeah, but I'm like, you can't wash that off. Got I'm it. Like, but I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, let, let a couple friends get away with some crimes, you know? Or maybe is- in my search to kill Dan Marino, because I also have beef with Dan Marino. He knows what he did. For me, I'm like, Maybe this is the way, though. It's the the way that they got there. I disagree with uh, wholeheartedly and emphatically. But, but we the, should all be gunning for Dan Marino. But the plot wasn't that. I'm like, okay, but if you do become the police chief, you probably could eat more easily kill Dan Marino. And for that, I'm like, I get it. Also, I don't understand thing in Ace Ventura. And I, and I mean, we did this all throughout the night. But like that he is somehow like uh women can't resist him. he is irresistible he does he does his job and then women fuck him afterwards every yes. one of them every he woman who see, sees him do his job fucks him and you're like this doofy bastard like do you think jim carrey had to write that in right because at no point is his character charming or even polite like no this nothing. is like i don't know i'm not gonna look up when we discuss when sarcasm came into the world i'm sure it's been there for years Probably Shakespeare did it because he basically came up with all of it, right? Or at least it's easier for us to say that. But the amount of like, we clearly then forgot about it. And then in the 90s, we're like, what if we don't mean what we say? Wouldn't that just be funny? And then Jim Carrey made a career out of it. Because at least in Ace Ventura, everything he says, he's an asshole. The entire movie. Like, even when he has emotional beats where you're like, oh, I kind of get his care. Oh, I can kind of see this part of his character he immediately undercuts it and he's it's like a lot yeah it's me i was just lying it's like yeah. jesus christ dude and the moral <laughs> we're trying to get to is the grinch holds up way more than this movie does dog there's so many things i mean i i, I want to talk i i i just want to i know we can't make this whole episode shitting on ace ventura <laughs> but i wouldn't we could. hate it we could this movie also just has so many like other wild things in it i'll just real quick one run down one of my favorite things was that in the middle of it there's a band it's a real band called cannibal corpse is in there it's known as one of the it's the most popular heaviest death metal bands they are still banned in certain countries you cannot buy their albums and there are certain albums to this day that can only be sold with a giant black sticker over it because of the imagery one of their most popular songs on spotify currently is i come blood and that's real I'm not, that's, you look it up, folks. And they're in there and you find, I I had to look it up. I had to read everything I could about it. And it's because Jim Carrey loves death metal, which I want to use that as a lens to maybe understand this man who is so manic and so off the walls, but listens to the heaviest, chuggiest music that exists. And it like, he's not like, you would think that maybe it's like rap or something high energy. This is like, this is sludgy. And that's what he gets his rocks off on. Like, <laughs> so that's much why. that they had to be in the movie. And so he put them in. That means you would imagine Jim Carrey in the pit. Like, that's a real thing we could all have existed in the 90s. You could have been in a pit 
and like punch Jim Carrey in the face or Jim Carrey punches you in the face. You just look and you're like, what story would you rather have? You punch Jim Carrey or Jim Carrey punches you? Because I think I want that Jim Carrey punch. I want him to get hit me up, James. Let's go. I want the. Yeah, no, no, no. You don't know what you don't look cool sounding like you punch Jim Carrey, right? Yeah. No one's like no one's like excited for you like that. You punch Jim Carrey at a Cannibal Corpse concert, you know? No, you if you get it, if you get that hit, though, that's something you can hang your head on. That's exactly. Yeah, I agreed. Oh, man. I'm just trying to think there was so much i fucking hate about this There's so much every bad stuff in every movie. every shot in this movie it seems like they sh- i guarantee you there's a version of this movie that's like kind of is actually better because it's like everyone's just playing their part everyone is just acting and doing normal and then they would film that shot and then they'd say hey jim why don't you just be an asshole hey jim here's some cocaine why don't you <laughs> snort all of it it's so weird that I I had these fond memories of a kid. Like, I don't know what was going on in the 90s. Because when I watched this movie again, it's been years and years and years since I watched it. When I watched it again, right. almost instantly, within the first 10 minutes, there was very problematic things happening. And I was like, how did my brain not remember any of this at all? Did I block all of this out in some sort of fugue state? Was I like, no. Even as a child, did I remember like, this is not okay. So let's just remember the one-liners. Let's just remember the penguins who live in the refrigerator. That part's pretty cool. See, there's some. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. There's like two or three moments where I'm like, that was actually funny. But over, but it is one of those things where it's like, is that all it takes to enter- entertain young children is weird faces? Because that's all this move from, that's what Jim Carrey is bringing to you. Because from a storyline, a plot line, nothing in this movie is entirely that memorable to me. Okay, like, here's what Nick, this is what we have to do. We have to do before we get, we have to move the Grinch on. We do. We do. And we do. We have I can't... to tell people if you have fond memories of Ace Ventura, go watch Ace Ventura 2 because it holds up slightly better, a lot better, let's be honest. I don't just, know. Ne- I will say, never watch, watch Ace Ventura again because if you have fond memories, they will be destroyed. Do you want to know what's interesting about Ace Ventura, just from like a cultural standpoint, is that it has Ace Ventura 1, Pet Detective has the same Rotten Tomatoes score as The Grinch, which is fucking wild. And it is double the amount higher than the second movie. The first movie has a 49% and the second movie has a 25%. So it does make me nervous about uh, if it does hold up. Or did you, were you able to like get back into it? No, I haven't gotten back and totally watched it, but I was running through it. I was like, it can't be as bad as this is. He does go to Africa. Just, yeah, right. Maybe it doesn't. So maybe 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 the franchise is what I'm saying. Like it's... I, I can say for the record, definitely don't go to one. I would agree. Just it was and, that was and a it different was it was a different time, it. and that's not an excuse. But guys, it was a fucking wildly different time. The yeah. whole crux of this movie is unacceptable. Yes, it, the whole plot is centered. The whole driving force of the plot is unacceptable. Right, and <laughs> it's all done just to be this like M Night Shyamalan twist that like maybe people got something out of i it was really hard as like living in this age to be like oh there's nothing here like you this is it was all yeah let's just move the grinch on i let's move the grinch on we have dumb and dumber going up against the truman show cody do you mind just sharing what your uh (laughs) your wonderful smart wife's quote about dumb and dumber was because i think it about sums up where i landed on this movie yeah we were watching uh dumb and dumber and my wife turns to me with uh all the wisdom one can have and she says, this movie is the reason neckbeards in their mother's basement feel they deserve women. Like that's, this movie is it. 
it is i don't understand how they get women at all <laughs> like what is going on they're rude they're i mean after talking about Ace Ventura, though, this movie is better. It is a lot better, though. Sure. I found yes. myself laughing out loud at this movie a couple times. There, yes, there are some really great. I mean, and, and at the end of the day, too, some of this is having to remember that, like, Jim Carrey is such a physical comedian that, like, when he takes falls and stuff, he commits so well to just being like putting his body on the line mm-hmm. and doing it. And and Dumb and Dumber has a lot of that. But once again, the whole movie hinges on the dumbest idea it maybe ever which is just hey that girl is hot didn't talk to her and now i'm gonna <laughs> take she left her suitcase and i'm gonna go give it back to her in aspen because i think if i do this she'll want to fuck that's it that's the whole premise <laughs> of the movie and then everything gets hung around the fact that like she was actually dropping it off because it was for a ransom and that blah blah, blah all the stuff right and that, like, now, because they've killed, they murder in this movie. Like, they, not <laughs> they on purpose, but there's a lot of death in this movie. And so, like, people think that they're somehow, like, the greatest assassins the, that has ever walked the earth. And they're just, I mean, it does you know ride this really sad line of you're just like. Nick, I, the more I think about, I, I liked this movie. <laughs> Damn it, Cody. <laughs> it's no. so bad. But I had fun. It was funny. And, like. It, nothing in it was too inappropriate. It held up so much better than Ace Ventura that when I compared the two side by side, this deserves an Oscar, man. <laughs> this is like, I don't understand how Jim Carrey didn't get like a best actor in this one or something. And I'm saying just compared to Ace Ventura. Strictly, strict, yes. If this were going up against just Ace Ventura, a hundred percent, I would give you that, that it deserves it. I, but it's not, it is going up against the Truman show. Yes. Which, which I is, think he did win an Oscar for, which is wonderful. That was good. The Truman show. Great movie. Like just from, from the standpoint of like, Hey, you just need like a fun Sunday movie to like put on, especially if you've already seen it. So you kind of know the beats, but there's parts that you want to like catch and make sure to watch lovely. Just, yeah, it and good. it's a, and it's a wonderful thought experiment. It's the matrix before the matrix. You're just like, man, that the only thing that's wild to me, though, is how captivated the world is to watch just one dude live his life. Yeah, it's so wild to me that from all I could tell, right, from watching this film is that everybody on Earth, except for three people, were totally fine with a corporation corporation adopting a child and faking a life for him his entire life. He's 29 in this film. I did the math. Faking his whole life if we're our amusement and no one's morally outraged except three people, the dad, <laughs> the two people who break into the thing to try to tell him. And that one girl who's starting the protest that he fell in love with. Exactly. Everyone yeah. else is like down to clown with this. What kind of morally perverse world is this? It's like the slow erosion of your morals, right? Like yeah. you at first you're like, that seems kind of fucked up, but I get, maybe there's a, maybe something good is meant to come out of this. Right. Cause you know, you know, they're going to pitch it to you in some like wonderful way. Like, Hey, this person's going to grow up with the most perfect life, a quaint life. Uh, you know, they, you know, they'll be, and you'll be able to watch them have this, this one, you know, like, all right, give me a sec. Cause they're probably like, we raised an orphan or whatever. You know, I can't remember exactly the, yeah, he the, was an orphan. He, yeah. Basically yeah. So it. we're going to give this orphan a life that's better than the one that they would have had. Right. And you're like, I guess, but, and then they're just super into it. And then by that point you've, you've bought in enough that once again, the constant erosion 
of your morals that by the time you really think about it, it's too late. You've already bought in too long. You can't get out now. You're pot committed. The, the obsession was so wild. They have a, the Truman Show bar. The whole staff that just wears Truman Show stuff, they play the channel 24-7 because his life is 24-7. That's all they do at this bar is watch the Truman Show and serve drinks and food. There's people who sleep, never turn it off. There's one guy, a running guy, because they show people watching the show, who's in a bath the whole time. And the thing is, though, what's wild to me is, like, his life's not that exciting. They don't really throw crazy curveballs at him in a way that's like, let's see Truman get out of this one. <laughs> it's not like, like a sitcom where it's like, let's have a robot Truman's attack the city. Down. Yeah, let's burn the house down. Robot attacks the city. Like, finds out that his wife, like, make it a soap opera, right? That his wife has like a cl- has been cloned. And now okay, he has no, to this decide. Is bullshit. Now we have to talk about this. They have the world's biggest uh, structure that you can see from space. It's the dome that he lives in. It contains a city, a forest. It's huge, right? And mm-hmm. it's right in downtown LA. So we can talk economics later, but that's just unfeasible. That's the most unrealistic part of the whole fucking show is that they can afford to put that there, not in mm-hmm. Wyoming. And the second thing is they have this indoor structure. The man has a city. He thinks it's normal. They never one time had Kaiju show up. Not one time. Not one time. Not once. This is the perfect chance to see, like, we need to do a human study on what we would do if Kaiju showed up. Because we don't know. Yeah. I think we know. Take normal people who think they're living their lives, and sure, put some actors in there, but, like, put a group, and once again, too, we talked about this in group, and when we first talked about it, but it is wild that it is one person. Like, from the standpoint of, like, why not have, like, maybe, like, five characters, right? Five people who have no fucking clue what this is, and then let everyone else be the actors around them to kind of dictate the storylines and move things forward or whatever. But why just one dude who lives in the leave it to beaver set? Like, that's the thing. Why, why are we so enamored? Like, is it just because like, it's a comfort thing, right? You're able to see someone just live a calm, peaceful life when your life is, it's chaotic and trash. And you're like, man, that, that would be a nice world. Because also too, this takes place in modern times, right? The the movie takes place in the time it was made, right? 1997 or whatever. Yeah, no. So no, no. My theory is not that. I think the town takes place is modeled after like a 70s, 80s perfect no, town. No, that's what I'm saying. The town itself is like 1940s, 1950s. Yes. We, but the but everyone oh, yeah. else who's watching it, we're we're in a post-apocalyptic capitalist hell watching this show. Yeah. Right. Well, the one that we were in in 1998. Same one. Yeah. Same one. Same one. Yeah. Nothing's changed from that perspective. It's only gotten worse. But for whatever reason, they were like, what if we made this the 1940s and 50s forever? Like, there's no growth in technology, it seems like. He's, it's the same TVs, the same cars, the... Okay, so assuming me and Catherine were talking about this, the morals of it. Like, you, could you morally do this? We thought maybe no. But what? let's just say a country like whatever, random Soviet, Eastern Bloc, Russia, they're Russia's pissing everybody off. They do this, right? They yep. build a dome. They put somebody in there. They're, ha- they're doing the Truman Show, right? Mm-hmm. What If you have enough people watching it that they can sell the advertisements and make money, I don't think there's anything anyone could do to stop it. Oh, no. Like, what would we do? There would be, there would be that, like, there would be soldiers around the the rim of it. Yeah. Right. So anyone who tries to get in to to stop it would be killed on site for sure. So let's start there. And yeah, once again, like, as long as the advertising, the money comes in, this ain't this ain't stopping for nobody. (laughs) Right. The only thing that surprises me though is as we're talking about that, I'm surprised the advertisers aren't asking for more compelling 
stories or things like that, right? Or kaiju, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, at the end of the day, yes, that's all we're trying to get to is like, you know, you're Ford. So no, here, the Cody and Nick advertising agency shows up and they're like, okay, here, we represent Coca-Cola and this is what we want. We want a giant kaiju to come, make it a giant moth. No, actually giant sea turtle comes out, starts destroying the town. Now we want to get an actor in there. We'll call him Chip Ripley, whatever, don't care. He is going to drink this magic can of Coca-Cola and it's going to turn him big enough to fight the kaiju. Now I need Truman to watch this and see it happen. So he only drinks Coca-Cola. <laughs> he understands the power of Coke. Right. You don't have to, in, you, you're right. You don't even have to endanger the life of Truman. You just have to have him experience the wildest shit from afar. <laughs> yeah. He just watches crazy things happen that could never happen in our world. So we can psychologically evaluate how would you deal with that? <laughs> what would you what would happen if one day the sun didn't come up just one day yeah. one day the sun doesn't come up and you're just like wait what the fuck's going on and then the next day it does and then the rest of the days are all the same but you had one day the sun didn't rise and all of your knowledge is based on the fact that the world works in such a way that the sun should always have to rise because of how we move about the sun yeah so you and there's just one day what happens to that person why are we wasting our time just watching him work his shitty ass like real estate job or real or whatever he fucking insurance. does? Insurance. He sells insurance. Insurance. Thank you. Why are we wasting our time on this shitty job when we're not? I mean, hey, team. Hey, team. We've already agreed that we are fine with, 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 the, with the situation. When you killed when you killed his dad in front of him as he was a child and made him watch his dad slowly drown in the ocean as a child, you just jumped the shark. You've yeah. given up any right to say, well, we don't want to, we don't want to like mess with him too much by not giving him the sunrise one day. Dog, yeah. you fucking killed the man's dad in front of it. Yeah. So let's, and also don't act as like the society watching it that you care. You don't. <laughs> so like, if you're, let's if let you're it rip, down dude. at this point, why not, why not let society vote on how we're going to fuck with Truman this, this week, you know, or this year or whatever. I'm not saying you, you don't need to stack on apocalyptic events every week. Do it over time. Like really set it up. But like, don't act like we care. Like, don't act like we as a society would be like, you're not better than rage people. Yeah. You don't care. We've allowed this to go on for 29 years. What would it take to make it stop now? You know, like you should have done when he started to get all wild. Like what? what? This seems different. Just don't make the sunrise. Just start fucking with him in that way. Yeah. So if, then he, if he's yeah. already thinks he's going insane. Let's turn that knob up to 11 institutionalize this motherfucker by the time it's said and done, but let's fucking ride the wheels. till they fall off. Let's fucking fuck this dude. Can we, okay. I don't know where we're at right now. Let's take it. Let's take a pause. Okay. Are we going to, which one are you moving forward here? I got to move in the Truman show. It's a debt much better movie. Although okay, I did you. have fun with dumb and dumber. And it did make me laugh out loud more times than I probably should admit. I'm just going to keep this clip forever just to Once remind go, the world that you were like dumb and dumbers. I watched it right after Ace Ventura. So I think that <laughs> helped it a lot. And also it holds up in a way where they're just stupid. And I, the main movie's dumb and dumber. So like, yeah, it's stupid. That's the point. I think the problem, I mean, and, and, and like I said, that's why I really wanted you to read Catherine's quote on it. It's like, my biggest problem is just the assumption that like these guys, like they both get the girl at the end. And these girls are, one of them is no, like a don't. high class. 
class society woman. The other one is an FBI agent. First of all, Nick, they don't get the girls at the end. The FBI agent was using them to break in and be an FBI agent. And the other girl's married. I so her husband should. Oh, you're right. Why did so I they, think? They no, end up what she, okay, sorry. But she like, I guess, is it? Okay, then explain the part with. Um, Gives him a kiss on the cheek. Explain the part with, um, with when she like starts falling, not for Lloyd, but for his friend. Oh, it's because her mom makes her go on a date with him because she's sad that her husband is being held hostage, but her mom knows that she's being held hostage by the guy she works with. So she's trying to get her over it because she knows he's not coming back. Right. And so, and so her brilliant person is fucking Jeff Daniels. Yeah. And then who just destroys the bathroom. That's the moral of that story. Although I will say, as far as like, why am with I your fucking friend? analyzing this plot for you, Nick? It's not hard to follow. What? I must have missed. Miss I must have missed a beat there. I was so mad watching it. I was so. <laughs> once again, too, you have to remember that. Like for me, I'm basing this off of like I still believe in my heart of hearts that Billy Madison or uh, Happy Gilmore specifically holds up, and I'm expecting this to be on that same level. And it was just so far away and removed for yeah, me. Yeah, it's it definitely was. That I was like mad watching it and just being like, how dare anyone? How dare anyone? Because I think if you ask people like, name the best comedy from the 90s, I think more people would say Dumb and Dumber than Happy Gilmore. And I- That's I've, wrong. And that's empirically wrong. And that makes me so mad. It's like, no, you just, it had a better title. Dumb and Dumber is a great title. And like you said, maybe does, you know, what are you expecting here, folks? <laughs> yeah, right. What did you the, hope was going to happen? It sets the bar low and they do manage to clear it, but I'm going to lock in the Truman Show. I'm gonna okay, lock let's in lock in the Truman Show. Okay, so as we look at, once again, can we talk about why we didn't make the sequel where Truman becomes a murderer? <laughs> I want to know. I want to see the prequel where we allow this to happen, but yeah. Yeah, I want the full ver- I want the full Truman verse. Like, I want the trilogy. Yeah, because A, yeah, how did we, how did we, how did they get the funding? How did they build it? How, like all of that, very important. Secondly, Truman comes out and he has to assume that he knows that he would find out very quickly that he was the most popular television show of all time, right? Yes. Millions upon millions have watched it's implied his life. that that girl that he was in love with was running to meet him too. Yes. Yeah, she's going to give him the lowdown. Right. So then he has to then, every interaction with regular people is completely, he's like, so you were just cool with it? Yeah. So you were just like, you were fine watching my whole life play out in front of you and never thought that it was bad. And they, I I think, I think you got, if you're a normal person and you have the Truman channel, right? You got to assume it's fake, right? So that's what you tell him. You're like, dude, I didn't, I thought maybe you all were actors and that it was just kind of like a fun show, I guess. You know, I didn't, I was, I'm actually, I was, I'm 25. So like, you know, what I, by the time, I was old enough to start watching it. It had been on for years. So I just didn't really know the backstory. And then Truman's like, Oh, you do that. You like, yeah, I watched Superman. They tell me he's Superman, but I don't fucking think he's really Superman. You know, I don't think that holds up. I think Truman kills multiple people. Oh no, he goes on a blood spree, dude. That's it's actually 23 is the sequel to this movie. I want, I want the tear. I want Tarantino to direct the sequel. Cause that's the level of carnage. I want out of just call it Truman. Yeah, it's great. Then, it's already there. Why don't we write this fan fiction? I'm gonna hear one sec. I'm gonna make a note. Get the document up. More. Yeah. We're gonna write our our Truman Show fanfic where he has to go on. Just I, you know, I mean, because also too, what about the crisis of like, hey, am I even good at being an insurance person? Because everything was set up for me, right? Oh, your whole life, you don't know anything. So every yeah, every single, and then you'd learn too that they 
made you live 40 years in the past, essentially. Yeah. Oh, so and now- that, that doesn't even count with the fact that when he starts to realize, like, they watched everything. Like, dude, your showers. That's, you know when you took that gnarly dump that you regretted? They watched that. They know, bro. Anytime you've ever masturbated. Your whole teens? Your whole teens. <laughs> Do they just, like, cut away for, like, three minutes? They said, they said it pans to the window and they see a breeze roll in. It's what the Oh, yes, said. that's, yes, that. And then it just, and we're back. Like, yeah, now you have to be like, wait, so I've had, so that person I had sex with, did they, did they want to? Was that consensual? Like, I mean, it has to be, but at the same time, why would you ever do that? Like, you yeah. know, like, like he's had, you would go, you would go. The only logical conclusion is murder. Like, I don't yeah. understand a world where he doesn't work himself up to you the got, main boss. You have to assume as the police have to roll up and just pre-arrest you. Cause you're, they know what happens next. <laughs> it's like. Hey man, there's no other option. I would either go, you either go back in and just live it or you got to go to jail, man. Cause you're going to kill everyone. Yeah, All right. Let's talk about the Grinch here because this was one where once again, I, you look back on nostalgia and, and like the culturalness of it. Right. I think for whatever reason, and this is what's like super fascinating to me. You have essentially three guys in the, in the nineties making movies around the same time. You have Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, and Michael Myers, right? Mm -hmm. Adam Sandler has obviously the longest and probably best career overall. Like just from, he's continued to put out fair to decent movies and is clearly like doing well. Jim Carrey, a little more sporadic on what he's done in sense. And now like Mike Myers, besides the fact that I did just see that he is, has a show on Netflix coming out, mm. falls off, right? Essentially. Yeah. And it's like, so is it, if you steer too hard into the character skid, we just don't have any grasp for who you are as like a human being that when you're finally done being like, I'm kind of tired of putting on like prosthetics and face makeup and sitting in a, in a makeup chair for like hours at a time. We're like, well, what else would we do with you? Mike Myers. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what else to do. And, and Jim Carrey got out of that a little bit because he did things like the Truman show and he did this, but there's some, but, and then like Adam Sandler really never did that. He has a few characters, but for the most part doesn't. But it's what's amazing to me and what I want to get to is like the ones that did the characters, though, have the more memorable and like memeable stuff. Right there. There's Jim Carrey out of this. That group of guys easily is the most gifable person, has the oh, most for sure. things that we as a society take with us longer. And would like I would wonder if you pulled people and said, like, who out of these three, who's the biggest? Like, Jim who Carrey do you think is the biggest? would hit it? Yeah, I, I think Jim Carrey, because we have so much that we've seen with him. But upon the actual like, okay, let me go watch the thing that I have so many memories of because I've seen the gift literally a million times. The Grinch sucks, everybody. Is it? it is. I would imagine I didn't, I didn't get to watch The Grinch. I have HBO issues, but it seems like it has the gift of being a child, child's movie. So it would probably hold up better. It, would, it avoids all the risque jokes and stuff. So you think it's, as far as, and it takes place in Whoville, which is a random place that's been made up. So a, it doesn't have a timestamp on it. Here's, here's all the things that you love about it that you remember and that are true. The set design is incredible. It is the fact that they built it and it probably doesn't exist anymore is one of the saddest things ever because they created a Whoville city that is, I want, you want to go to it. And it's obviously not CGI, right? Like this is, yeah. this is made in 2000. Everything is real. So you are truly in this beautiful, susified world and the makeup is insane. Um, literally. It drove Jim Carrey insane. He, he, someone quit because every day Jim Carrey would say, that's not the same green you used last time. And the guy's like, bro, 
I only have this color green. I have to be using the same green. And Jim Carrey went insane. This dude left the set. He's like, I'm fucking done. I'm not working on this. And then the only way they got him back was to, that he's like, all right, cool. I want to get a green card. He was uh, from Japan. And he's like, dog, all right, well, then I want to become an American citizen. I want you to go through the process, a incredibly complicated process that takes <laughs> years for people. And he was like, that's the only way to get me back. And they figured it out to get him back. He was mean to everyone. He hated it because he said it took eight hours to do the Grinch costume. Most people said it took three. Either way, every day, he felt like he was being buried alive. It, it drove him insane, which is why. Yeah. And then everyone else though, but the makeup's incredible. And then all the Whoville people, right? They all have the who noses, everyone and the hair and the all of that holds up and is why you think it's good. Now, here's why it's not, is because it's an hour and 45 minute movie. And you have to remember that the, that the cartoon is about 40 minutes. And that gives you the story of the Grinch. So what they did was they added an hour at the beginning of it, because basically the end of the movie is the, is the part that we all know. Yeah, so they, they, wrap added it up in, with, they wrap it up with what they know is gonna be good. They gotta with, send the crowd home happy. With the hits. But yeah. they give you an hour of inexplicable backstory that is so unnecessary and also falls on its face a million times. The Grinch, the whole point is that you start off, he's a bad guy. We were all fine with that. We didn't need to know why he was a bad guy. We just know at the end, his heart grows three sizes too big, right? But what happens is in that hour, you learn about Grinch baby, who everyone was mean to. So then Everything he does after that is almost justifiable. Yeah, there's there's a scene where they he gets a he gets left outside by his parents, um, or the the family that takes him in, which does seem to be like a nice lesbian couple. So like a plus for like going and being a little uh you know in two thousand having that out there. Appreciate that they left him outside at, at this party, so that's why he starts to hate Christmas. But then when he gets a crush on this girl who clearly also likes him, everyone like makes fun of him for being green. So then he and then they torture him and he leaves. And that's why he hates society. And then you're like, so everything after that makes total sense. And then here's what, here's my problem actually with the movie. Though. Here's where I got really upset was because once again, very convoluted nature. He likes to torture the people of Whoville, which makes total sense. Then this cute little girl, the best part of the movie, this cute little Cindy Lou Who, best casting that's ever happened. Cause she is, it, it is disgusting. It is, she is the loft house cookie of <laughs> children actors is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. so sweet that it shouldn't be okay, but it's great. And so she decides that like, why don't we honor the Grinch? And maybe, and there's this part here where there's this weird parable about like, I think they're kind of trying to hint at the Bible and how people misuse the Bible. Cause there's this who book that everyone utilizes. And that's where all the rules are is in the who book. Right. And then the, the who mayor who's a dick and was the dick to the Grinch. He misquotes the book to make people do what he wants. Do you see oh, yeah. it? People fucking look <laughs> Between the lines, the Grinch <laughs> is Jesus Christ. So then, but it's what the story is about. It's about if Jesus Christ were to come back, right? If Jesus Christ were to come back, he would be disgusted and would burn down society. But here's the thing. So here's the other part that pissed me off. So she makes him their like honorary who person, right? And in doing so, the mayor once again fucks with him in a way. He gets, the Grinch gets mad and is disgusted. And so then what he does is he actually lays into them and talks about the fact that he's like, dude, you all suck ass because you all care so much about Christmas. And but all you care about is the gifts. And you want to know what's fucking funny about that? Every year, days later, 
up on my mountaintop, which is also the trash dump, which I actually thought is a really good idea. We should really start making trash dumps just on the tops of mountains because there's no need to climb mountains anymore, folks. We've climbed them all. We've seen it. <laughs> there's nothing else. And we can't clean them up anyway because it takes too much effort. So why don't we just put our trash up there? Anyway, so he then is like, all you guys care about is the getting of the gift and the giving of them, but you throw it away. All you do is create waste. You say you care about each other, but all you care about is the gifts and then you throw it away. What does that say about you as a society? And I was like, <laughs> bravo. It's literally like watching the Dark Knight Rises and Bane the whole time. You're like, dude, spitting facts. I don't know why we're mad at him. He's literally like, you know how the rich suck ass? We should eat them. And now, and you're like, Bane's not wrong, folks. Um, <laughs> he wasn't, I don't like the idea of keeping a nuke around to get people to eat the rich. But if you got to do what you got to do, you know. So then the problem with the movie centers around the fact that he actually becomes nice at the end because he should hold to that belief that these people <laughs> suck ass and that they're not going to get better and that he should take Christmas away to prove to them that they are as shallow and hollow as they feel. And then the whole point is like, and then people are like, well, then, but then they, you know, they show that they actually didn't need the gifts after all. And they have a little Whoville Christmas with, with less. Okay, so that should prove the point. And then he, but then he gives them the gifts back. So they don't learn anything, Cody. This movie sucks and it's too long. And the good parts are literally just Jim Carrey's face. And that's why it's a GIF. And that's why the Truman Show wins. I, I mean, I'm gonna have to edit out like half of that description because you did go off for about 15 minutes. Fine, Cody. The movie, it's, I wanted it. Can you, you imagine? It, you go, you're a kid, you're vibing with these people, right? Yeah. You leave because they're all dicks and you come back and they've taught their kids songs about you. They'd be like, if you showed up to my house and I had a kid and the kids walk around going like, Nick's an ugly piece of shit. We hate Nick so much. The whole town singing it. I'm just like, That's wait, why did we start this? What the, <laughs> why y'all also, he left when he was eight. Y'all are bagging on someone that you don't know. I mean, I guess he probably does come back in and torture the town. So maybe some of that, but like y'all tortured an eight year old and then continue to be a dick about it. And everyone was like, I don't know, man, makes sense to me. This seems pretty chill. He's green I, as fuck. Yeah, he's green. It's weird. Like, it doesn't teach any moral of any story, really, besides, like, I don't know, little girls should be nice to ugly men, and then that might make them better people when it's all said and done. <laughs> like, I don't understand no, why. It's got to be the Truman Show. At the end of the day, it has got to be the Truman Show. It's, it is his, his best film. It's Jim Carrey's best film. It's also, I want to be very clear about something, folks. This was for me. Obviously, Dumb and Dumber is Cody's favorite movie. But for me, what happened was out of the four of these movies, this is the only one that holds up. I'm starting to wonder if like, was it was maybe like Batman Forever? I know Batman Forever actually rules. I'm, that shit rips ass. But like, is it because Jim Carrey is better in small doses? That might be it. When he slowly descends into madness in the Truman Show, that's when he's at his most Jim Carrey. But it's not too much. No, it's. It rains it. I and just I want to say the Dumb and Dumber thing. It is, it is, it is my favorite film, but it only holds up a little bit, and that's because it sets the bar for itself so low. And it's also not like wildly problematic in a way that like you can watch it and feel like decent for the movie. It's like you're like, okay, this isn't gonna, this isn't gonna question me or force my hand on any moral issues. Yeah. So from that perspective, I give you all the credit in the world. But yeah, the Truman Show. It was like for, that's what was so disappointing about this bracket. We did Adam Sandler, so happy. Every movie, wonderful, loved it. I had a great 
time. Yeah, I was not expecting these Jim Carrey movies to hold up as poorly as they did. Like, yeah, I just across- really wasn't. They say don't meet your heroes, but honestly, they should be saying don't go back and watch their old discography. Like, because <laughs> yeah. it's bad. It's bad, folks. I'm so, I'm, and I'm sorry if you're a huge Jim Carrey fan, but what I would ask you is like, when was the last time you saw this? Because that's, I think, the most critical question. When was the last time you saw them? Oh, when you were... Did I laugh at Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber? Absolutely. But there are some moral issues you need to tackle. Well, and it's... But even the laughs don't... Aren't sustained. Like, there's funny parts. I'm not going to say, like, that I sat there, like, like with my arms crossed and, like, was like, this is awful the whole time. No. There were parts where I was like... (laughs) All right. All right. You like, but it's, but then I'm like, okay, you got one on me. Give me another. And then 15, 20 minutes later, I get one. But that whole time it was bullshit. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. It's the Truman show. It's do it. Yeah. I'm with, I mean, moral implications aside, it's the Truman show. So that is it folks. Truman show moving on in, uh, is our boat Jim Carrey movie. I don't know what that says about us. If that was the if that's the movie that we're playing on the in the boat movie theater all the time is the Truman Show. Wouldn't yeah. you start to wonder like, wait, are you trying to give me a message? Yeah. Am I the Truman Show? Are we in the Truman Show? Maybe that's a great philosophy on life. Like if you just assume that that every bad thing in your life is only for the audience, it's actually not to be impacted to you. Oh, no, I say shit like that. Do not do this. First of all, I will do something weird. And then Catherine will be like, what? Like she'll, if she'll not snap, but she'll say something. And I'll look like there's a hard cam somewhere. And I'll be like, can you guys believe this? She does <laughs> not like that. She do not do that. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. All right, folks. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to know about Chiboys, a few things that you can do. Don't rewatch Jim Carrey movies besides the Truman Show. And then also like, share, follow, rate, review. Give us those five stars, unless you're Jim Carrey, in which case we understand if you don't want to give us the five stars for this. So just don't then. Just keep doing what you've been doing and not rating us, Jim Carrey. Sorry, we know you listen. We know you're a huge fan, but we had to be honest. The integrity of our show depends. Absolutely. Follow us on all of our social media accounts, including yourself, Jim. Just look us up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're on Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a whole 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast.gmail.com or you can go to our website, friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. This was submitted by Teresa, by the way. She did do the work. I talked to her about side of this and she said she hasn't watched these in years. So I don't think we're going to be offended. That's fair. I was thinking about that the whole time that I was like, damn it, Teresa. But I did have that thought too. I'm like, I wonder if she's, I doubt she's, cause no one like rides that hard for Jim Carrey, you know? Yeah. Right. So like, I don't think anyone's gonna, I don't think we're going to sit here and, and deal in protest, you know, as always shout outs to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard and replace those vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. New season starting on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.